in today's show, we've got news about Walt Disney World opening, free magic bands being retired. <laughs> we didn't see that coming. Uh, meetups, contests, and headline news all in today's Disney Parks podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. Before we get too far into it, I want to talk about our great show sponsors, Destinations to Travel. Uh, I know it seems a little bit crazy if you're talking about travel, but there's not a better time uh, to be dreaming about the future than right now. Destinations to travel. Excuse me. <laughs> Destinations to travel is uh, is uh, who you really want to go to to start planning your Disney family vacation, romantic getaway, a destination wedding, a cruise when they finally get open, uh, a European adventure, whatever you're dreaming of travel-wise. Destinations to travel will be your guide for your dream travel experience. Uh, all you have to do to get in touch with them is uh, go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel. That's DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel. Fill out that short little uh, survey and someone will get back to you and start planning your magical trip. That's Destinations to Travel. We're proud and grateful to be part of their family and uh, we just want to thank those guys. So you should go hang out with them because they're a lot of fun. All right. How are you doing, Uncle T? Doing good. How about you? Oh, dude. I am like Doug from Up. <laughs> I am all over the place right now. Squirrel, focus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hopped up on. I've got some caffeine going because I'm uh, terrific. It's a long day, man. Yeah. Today was a long day. I forgot to. I'm supposed to do a six o'clock thing. I totally slept through it. Oh, uh, I, I, I took a little power nap. I powered my napped my way right through it. So, right. how about you? How you doing? Well, we maybe we should talk about what we did on Saturday. Yeah, I had a great time on Saturday. Um, we went to uh, Plancha, which is the Four Seasons Golf Country Club restaurant inside the country club right. which is you know uh it was the only thing open uh except the bathrooms were open and the restaurant was open that's right <laughs> the club shop was closed there's nothing else going on you can put it uh, in and you can let it go that's it i'm gonna tell you man it, the, i don't know what that i don't know what it is but i think they put like crack cocaine in their uh guacamole. yeah oh my god yeah i like guacamole i'll eat it Right. But that whatever they're doing out there is truly amazing. Yeah, it's a it's a sick sick sick. I'll tell you this: when I was Ubering around like the Magic Kingdom, well Disney World property, I right. would literally stop there just to get guacamole and a soda, use the restrooms, and then leave. That's how much I wanted that guacamole. Yeah, <laughs> it's a problem. It's a serious problem that guacamole. It's yeah. a sickness, man. I mean, it's so good. Yeah. And it's not so much. I mean, the guacamole is amazing, but yeah. they serve it with uh, toasted naan wedges. Yeah. And I think that's where they sprinkle the cocaine. I think it's on both. <laughs> I, I, I agree. It's so good. 
Yeah. Uh, so, so very good. Yeah. And we bumped into uh, some of our friends. Yeah, always. Uh, Love them. A couple of our server friends, a couple of our uh, our host friends, and then, uh, which I can't remember the chef's name that came out. Ryan. Uh, Ryan, that's it. Thank chef you. Ryan. Ryan came out and hung out. Um, it was good to see him. It's it's the thing, okay, and I'm speaking for Tony here a little bit, and he can chime in, uh, but the thing about, the best thing about being a local for us, for me, is getting to know the people at the restaurants and the and the parks and the resorts that we visit, getting to know them over the long haul. Right. Uh, because, you know, it's like Patrick at the Polite Pig, where, well, he's no longer there. He's, he's, he's coming to uh, Gideon's Bakery. Uh, excuse me, Gideon's Bakehouse. I can say that publicly now. Right. Um, we're getting to the folks over at um, Wolfgang Puck Bar and Grill. God, when, when Tony walks into Ravello, it's like the Pope has shown up at, at a Catholic church. I mean, it's it's like, oh, Mr. Casanova, can I kiss the ring? No. It's uh, it's embarrassing, to be honest with you. But, you know, that's because we've really developed relationships with these folks. And that, you know, we've we've been cut off from those people for yes. months. Right. Uh, we're, we've been emailing with our friends from all over the, the parks and resorts, you know, just to make sure they're okay, you right. know. Yep. So it's great to see them now. Yeah. Live and in person. <laughs> yeah. And to taste our cookies a bonus. That's that's not a yeah. lie there. Right. Um, we went to uh, City Works Eatery and Poorhouse on Friday. You went Saturday. Saturday, yes. Had a great time. Yep. Um, maybe it was me. Maybe it was what I ordered. I, I just – the beer is great. Beer selection is amazing even oh, yeah. while – with COVID, I just did. I had, um, I, I just what I what I ordered wasn't great, hmm. um, and I love those guys. And it was just it's probably just me. Yeah. Um, I ordered something that was smoked, and I I don't think I was ready for it. Um, but it was still. I mean, overall the meal was great. Just what I ordered that the main course was not yeah. what I expected. Yeah. I was sad they took the tartar off. Um, yes. I, I like that. Uh, I did mention that too. Said manager. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Brian had tried the, the new entree, the rigatoni, and he kind of digged it. Uh, and I just ordered the Impossible Burger because I know what it tastes like and that it'll come out to my right. liking. <laughs> so uh, I wasn't willing to take a gamble on some of the other new or older items. Yeah, and I, I think that's what it was. It just wasn't it wasn't to my liking. Now that's not to say that yeah. the desserts weren't great. Right. The the appetizers weren't amazing. Mm -hmm. And I, I love those guys. I so love Christy and her team out there. Yep. I agree. Uh, but I just I just I, the one thing I have was just not great. Yeah. Uh, but that's not a big deal. Right. I'm going back again, so Of course we are. Yeah. I will tell you this, uh Two, two things about uh, CityWorks. One is outside, they put a covering, and they're going to have screens that can come up and down to shade you from the sun when the sun is on that side of the earth. Mm -hmm. uh, and the other thing, too, is they have a frequent flyer program. It's, it's through uh, Bottleneck. Uh, yeah. So when you sign up, you get a free app, and then when you make you know X amount of purchases, you, know, you get Andre's drinks or whatever. So sign up for that if you're coming to Disney World because then each time you come... Uh, obviously, you can use those, uh, you know, build up those rewards and then use them. Nice. Yep. Yeah, you sent me the link. I, yep. I think I signed up. I can't remember. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, cool. Anything else? I think that's it for now. 
All right, kids. So there's nothing else we can do but get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, let me introduce to you the Disney Parks Pass system for reserving theme park visits to Walt Disney World Resort. To maintain audience during the... Excuse me. To maintain attendance during the reopening period, we, as in Disney, are introducing the new Disney Park Pass system. During this time, all guests with a ticket or annual pass will be required to make a reservation in advance for each park entry using this new online tool at DisneyWorld.com. Here's a few important details to know about the new system. You'll need a My Disney Experience account as this is where your Walt Disney World Resort plans are stored and managed. You'll also need a valid theme park ticket or annual pass that's linked to your My Disney Experience account. And if you're at Disney Resort Hotel Reservation, be sure to think, damn it. If you have a Disney Resort Hotel Reservation, be sure to link it to your My Disney Experience account beforehand as well. I tried to sell it as hard as I could. <laughs> so let's get into it. Okay, um, so uh, uh, did you finish? Sorry. Oh no, there's still a little bit more. Okay, the, uh, a little go. bit more. I'll, I'll do it like normal. I'm sorry, guys. I just couldn't resist. Uh, once you've logged into your My Disney Experience account and linked your ticket, you'll have access to a calendar of available reservation dates for each theme park. If you have a multi-day ticket, you will be required to make a park reservation for each date of your visit. Families and friends can link their tickets together and look to arrange uh, theme park entries at the same time. Please note, park reservations are limited in number and subject to availability. Availability can change until the reservation is finalized. At this time, guests will be able to select one park per day. Visiting more than one park per day will be temporarily unavailable upon the reopening of theme parks due to attendance limitations. Guests with existing tickets that include the Park Hopper option or Park Hopper Plus option have options available to them for ticket modifications and cancellations and can visit DisneyWorld.com forward slash updates for more information. Disney hopes to bring back the ability to visit more than one park per day soon and will continue to offer these add-ons for 20 21 ticket purchases. All right. That sounds exciting. But there's more. But wait, there's, <laughs> there's more. more. It's almost time for that magic, and as part of being able to get back into the park, uh, as we know, before visiting, you'll need a reservation into the system. That's why Disney has launched a very convenient online tool that will make this process a bit easier. Now, today... June 22nd, as of this recording, uh, if you had a Disney Resort reservation or other select hotels within uh, uh, other select hotels and a valid theme park ticket, today was your day to make your park reservation. So you can do that on the My Disney Experience app. Now, if you don't have a Disney uh, Resort reservation and a theme park ticket, then June 26th is for pass holders without a resort reservation. So if you just hold the golden ticket to the old golden arches, 
on Friday the 26th is when you can make your park reservation. And then June 28th is for guests with a valid theme park admission. So if you're not a pass holder and you don't have a resort but you just have a leftover ticket and you feel like coming to the park, you can make your reservations on June 29th, uh, 28th. And then Disney Parks passes and reservations will be available through June, uh, September 26th, 2021. I don't know what's going to happen after that. Let's hope freedom. Yeah. <laughs> to just go when you want. Uh, if you would like to visit a Disney park in 2020 and don't have a Disney resort reservation or a valid admission, you can purchase that later this summer based on availability of park reservations. So currently you cannot buy a ticket to the parks if you don't have one. For guests looking to book a Disney vacation in 2021, you can do it starting June 28th. So if you've said I'm not coming in 2020 but I'll go in 2021 well June 28th is your day to start uh, planning that trip uh, now let's see how to use the park uh, system okay step one link your ticket to your uh, my Disney experience account now if you're a pass holder you don't have to do this it's automatically happens okay the do merge Okay, first you will need access to your My Disney Experience account or create one if you don't have one. Uh, the link, then you link your valid admission. All guests in your party must have a valid ticket linked to their account. If you have a Disney Resort reservation, you must link that to your account as well. So two link, ticket and reservation. Step two, create your party that will join you at the park. Now this is where the tricky part comes because if you're all not in the same family, then you gotta get email addresses and send invites so that you can manage those people. Okay, so I don't think it's mentioned here, but that's the little tricky part that they leave out. So select your family and friends that you would like to include and click continue. In case you don't see one of them, you can select add a guest. You can put in their email address and they will get an invite once they click that invite and say yes, then they can be part of your traveling party. If you're staying in a Disney Resort or other select hotel package that includes tickets, everyone in your party must also have a hotel reservation linked. Okay? So make sure that they do that before they uh, accept the invitation because that will, I think, make things uh, go a lot smoother. If this varies, you will need to make a separate reservation. Please note that you may need to make more than one uh, Disney Park Pass system reservation depending on your admission type. Make sure your party consists of annual pass holders or theme park ticket holders. So everybody should probably have the same amount of days. Otherwise, you're going to have to take people out of your party to make those other reservations. Okay. Step three. Finally. Select a day to go to a theme park. Select a day you view the calendar and choose one of the available dates for your visit. And these are typically in green. Green means go. Yellow means no. Gray is out. Okay. You select a theme park. You will also see the park hours displayed for your convenience so you can know when you can go and come. You can pick the time that you would like to visit the park because they're going to have staggered visit times not everybody's going to go with rope drop then you can review and confirm your plans this is step four now 
carefully review and confirm your selected theme park uh, and dates. And I have a feeling it will be very difficult to change these <laughs> once they are made. So uh, I would highly recommend that you really settle in on these dates and places. Yeah. Uh, in case changes need to be made, you can simply select the back to revise your selection. Yeah, I think once you commit to its submit and you're done, I think that will be the harder part. Agree to the terms and conditions, including the COVID-19 liability waiver. And we all know what that means. You can't hold us accountable if you catch the COVID. That's right. Click confirm. You can then view your reservations on the My Plan section of the My Disney Experience. If you need another reservation, click Make Another Reservation to keep and continue your planning. It is also important to remember that park hopping is temporarily unavailable. So it's one park per day, per group. Reservations are limited and subject to availability and not guaranteed until the reservation is finalized. So once you get the confirmation, that's when you know you're good, okay? Yeah. Uh, if you are purchasing tickets, be sure to complete the reserv your reservation as soon as possible. So that's a lot to swallow and a lot to remember. It's on, the obviously, the Disney uh, Parks uh, website, so you can go check out all the details there if you obviously didn't write it down or can't remember. Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. It's really come to this, hasn't it? I just want to go to the TTC and drive the ferry over. <laughs> Well, can you? Are they going to check all that stuff before you get there? I don't. I don't know. I don't. Know. I I assume. It's just assumption right now. I we I don't have confirmation of the complete data. I assume once you tap your magic band at the turnstiles, it'll tell them if you have a reservation or not. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to wait till you get to the pearly gates or if they're going to check it. You know, a bag check, or they're going to check it all, all. You know, in the parking lot. You know. Uh, you know, I, I if I was Disney, I'd be checking at the toll plaza, yeah. you know, or whatever point closest to their hotel, so they're not coming and then going, uh oh. Well, <laughs> oh, and I got my days mixed up. It's supposed to be tomorrow. And then one thing I would go ahead and throw out there, friends, can, friends, we're all friends here, right? Don't be those Disney fans. Your reservation's at 3 o'clock, but you're going to go at 1, thinking, wow, I'll just go ahead and let me in. Just don't do that. Don't don't be that. Don't be that person, okay? Yeah. Fair point? Okay, we good? I still love you. You still love me? Great. All right. <sighs> Somebody asked in the, uh, the uh, uh, Patreon show, how is Disney going to make any money if they're not? They're cutting all these mm. things, not doing these things. And to that I say this. Disney's retiring complimentary magic band distribution. <laughs> as, you begin, as you begin planning your upcoming visit, Disney is exploring engaging ways for guests to use their mobile tech to experience the magic, particularly now as the use of phones and apps continues to evolve. Who called that, Tony? You called that, Tony. Called it. In 2021, Disney plans to unveil an innovative new operation offering, sorry, as part of the My Disney Experience app that will bring features of a magic band to your smart device, building on the app's existing digital key feature. 
With this new offering on the horizon, Disney will begin retiring their complimentary Magic Band distribution to Disney Resort guests for new reservations with arrivals beginning January 1st of 2021. Disney Resort hotel guests will continue to have the option to purchase new Magic Bands at a discount, and they will be introducing even more colors and designs featuring favorite Disney characters in the future. Guests who prefer not to purchase a Magic Band will be able to use their My Disney Experience app or a Key to the World card during their visit. Wait, what? (laughs) Didn't they want to get away from... Oh, well. Disney will still offer Magic Bands in retail locations and on ShopDisney.com, and guests will be able to continue using the wearables throughout the Walt Disney World Resort. Yeah. So when they when they finally do away with the magic bands, mm-hmm. and they go to the phone app, do you think they will get their heads out of their keisters long enough to say, "Let's just go ahead and connect it to where they can make payments"? Oh man, dear Disney gods, <laughs> I would like to uh, rid myself of all Disney cards in my wallet. My Tables of Wonderland, my annual pass holder, my DVC card, my everything, I would like it to disappear from my wallet, and I would like to just carry my phone and have all the cards on there. If you can please make that happen, please, please Disney gods. <laughs> the sweet 10-pound Disney god, 8-pound, 10 ounces Disney god. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's my dream. I, I would love to get rid of all of the Disney cards in my wallet. Not that I don't like showing them to everybody, because they are fun to carry around. But it would certainly be less things in my wallet. Oh, I forgot my D23 card. All of them needs to go. One card, one number, one world. That's that's what it should be called. That's the the tagline. One card, one world. There you go. That's free, Disney. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You can use it. You know where to send the check. If only they would. <laughs> if only. One card, one world. Ugh. Oh, man. Perfect. Okay. Anyway, I got to get off that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that, that card train. Keep moving. All right. For existing ticket holders and pass holders, here's a little extra info. Uh, your uh, existing ticket holders and pass holders beginning this week, which we already mentioned today, Uh, We will be reaching out to ticket holders and pass holders with more information on when you will be able to check your availability. Today was uh, reservations. Uh, Friday is for pass holders on the 26th. Uh, The uh, ticket system, the Disney Park Pass system, uh, will be open on the 26th uh, in phases, beginning with those uh, with future uh, resort, if I could talk tonight, with future Disney Resort and other hotel stays. And then later this summer, we will then resume sales of 2020 ticket sales and Disney Resort hotel arrivals based on availability of park reservations when they continue to provide guests and existing ticket holders and annual pass holders the opportunity to make their park reservations for 2020 mm-hmm. dates. So it's coming up, kids. Just sit yeah. tight, buckle up. Wow. Uh, Okay, 
So one of the things that we just got done uh, doing was recording uh, two of our Patreon shows of the three that we we uh, create each and every week uh, that you can't hear anywhere else. So if you uh, like the show, would like to support us, please go over to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, it doesn't have to be a lot. As little as $5 gets you access to uh, two uh, all new shows that come out every week. And uh, if you want to go in at the $10 level, you get the Disney Plus podcast where we talk all about the new uh, exciting uh, stuff coming to the Disney Plus streaming service and what we think about it. So uh, we want to thank our current contributors. Thank you so much. Um, we've added some levels there. You can go to um, patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. You can check that out. Uh, we have one level where if you like the Disney by the numbers t-shirts, uh, which Tony and I are not wearing one, uh, which is weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you can go, you can get a t-shirt and you get the top level of uh, all the shows and you get a little discount and you get all the shirts mailed to you each and every month. So check that out over at patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Okay, John. La right. Last week we had a trivia question. Yes. And the trivia question was: Name the four rooms of the Adventures Club. Okay. Not, not a peep. Boop, boop, crickets. Nothing. Crick, crick. Yep. Nobody. The correct answer to the trivia question was the main room slash the parlor, the mask room, the treasury room. And then the library room, which was the main room where most of the shenanigans happened. Right. So, nobody won. Sorry to hear that. Uh, but here is this week's trivia question. What is the official Magic Kingdom tagline? And it's not one card, one park. But it should be. <laughs> but it should be. <laughs> what is Magic Kingdom's official tagline? tagline now don't people who win get a, a very nice prize package yes mail for yes yes and we may be even upping the prize packages in the future so hmm. you may want to answer you don't know you, you gotta you gotta play you gotta if you, you want to get paid that's right uh, you can send the correct answer to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, one other item. Yeah, I was uh, going to say. Yep. Uh, July 18th, we are on like Donkey Kong at Ravello. Uh, and we did hear that uh, from the chef that it's going to be probably a plated dinner. It won't uh, plate it a uh, breakfast. It will not be a buffet like it used to be. But there will be characters. What? 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 So Mickey, Minnie, and Goofy uh, will be joining us at the Revello breakfast. So One few places you'll be able to see characters on July 18th. <laughs> yeah. And my assumption is there's not going to be a lot of people there, which is going to make this a lot of fun for those that attend. So if you want to come, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Click on events, and there's a link to RSVP for the Ravello right there on the website. If you don't have a Facebook account, email us at DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com and tell us how many people are in your traveling pate. 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 Now, 
The other uh, interesting thing is we may have to sit at separate tables because they are limiting how many people can be at one table. So if we do have a larger group, we may have to sit at separate tables. So you may get me, you may get John, or you unfortunately may get a visit from us. Well, we do pretty well about work in the room, so you'll be able to hang out. And it's not like we... You know, if we all have to eat separately, we all can't go outside and congregate because they can't. Yeah. We're outside and nothing they can do at that point. Right. Right. All right. Excellent. Okay. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, Disney World annual pass holders, uh, update for your reservations, your previews, and so much more. As the reopening of Walt Disney World gets closer and closer, there are some more important dates that annual pass holders need to consider today. June 22nd, as we record this, is the Disney Resort uh, and other select hotel guests with valid theme park admission, including pass orders, will be able to start making park reservations on the Disney Park Pass system. That has been a lot of fun to watch. It's been kind of, well, there's not really a lot of sports, so that's about the sport we can watch right now. Uh, In four days, June 26th, annual pass orders without reservations. Resort reservations can make park reservations up to the too many word reservations. If you don't have if you don't have a scheduled stay at a Disney resort, you can make park reservations up to three days at a time. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, pass holder previews. We've heard a little bit about that. We've got some more information. Annual pass holders will have the opportunity to attend a special preview at Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom, Tony's favorite park, on July 9th and 10th. An invitation will be sent via email soon. Reservations for these previews are required and limited to. And, uh, and <laughs> sorry, let me go back. Reservations for these previews are required and limited and on a first come, first serve basis. Comma usage, people, for crying out. Oh, man, what did a freaking intern write this? Uh, so make sure to register as soon as you get your informa- invitation. If you would like to bring another guest to these previews, they will also need to have a valid annual pass and be listed on your family and friends selection on your My Disney Experience, as well as the share all my plans with you. So if you don't know how to use the My Disney Experience like Tony does, you could be in trouble. (laughs) There are some policy updates and refunds uh, for annual pass orders that have paid in full. Your pass will be extended for one month and it will automatically Uh, appear on your my disney account in october of 2020 you also have the option to cancel your pass and receive a partial refund depending on the amount of time your pass was used you'll also have another option in case uh, the one automatic month uh, doesn't work for you you could extend your pass for the number of days the parks were closed Uh, the new expiration date will be reflected in your annual pass holder account prior to reopening and if you pick this option or choose to cancel you will receive a partial refund for the park closure period. For this alternative option, you need to call 407-939-7277. For annual pass holders like me on the monthly payment plan, your pass will be extended for one month. It will automatically appear in your My Disney Experience account on October 2020. Remember that monthly payments are scheduled to resume when the parks open on July 11th. So there's a countdown, kids. Uh, you also have the option to cancel your pass. If you choose to do this, payments after August 11th, 2020 will be waived and payments will be uh, and payments made between July 11th and August 11th will be refunded. Does that sound right that you no. lost three months and they're only giving you one back? I mean, all right, they didn't charge you for them. 
it just I don't it, that did not sit right with me as a pass holder yeah and the thing is is if I cancel my pass on July 11th does that mean that they're charging me on August 11th because the way that's written it makes it look like that they're going to charge me on July 11th I can't remember how their thing goes if like they charge you and it's for the forward 30 or for the past 30 right I, I can't remember how that how that went alert from mail the yeah. message trivia answer 620 oh yeah trivia answer somebody's paying attention that's right they are uh, also have another option in case this automatic one doesn't work for you you could choose to have your monthly payments postponed starting with payments due April 5th through the park closure period then resumed on your scheduled payment date once the parks reopen. These postponed payments will be collected in the months following the end of your current payment term, and the pass will be extended for the number of days the parks were closed. Your new expiration date will appear on your annual pass order account before the parks reopen. You also have the option to not make any changes to your pass. Payments for April 5th and while the parks remain closed will be automatically waived. You will also get a refund for payments made between March 4th and April 4th. Your scheduled payments will resume once the parks reopen at your expiration date will remain the same. Nice. That's interesting. For these alternative options, please call 407-939-7277. All right. That all sounds fun and interesting until you try to pay your uh, bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they're going to be tough about letting people out and be like well do you really want to go yeah i do i really really do okay uh if you upgrade me like SeaWorld did i'm interested in staying <laughs> yeah yeah okay no maybe maybe you not. got it sea world upgraded you uh no i think sea uh, was it sea world or bush gardens one of the two parks upgraded all their pass holders one level do you have a SeaWorld or Busch no, Gardens no, team? I'm trying to no, say. No. That seems odd considering I, no. didn't, I've never uh, heard you I think our friend Vince uh, said his Busch Gardens pass was upgraded one level. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Okay, so let's talk about things that you can't do in the park, unfortunately. <laughs> so there's been an update on some seasonal events happening at Walt Disney World. One of the staples of the fall seasons is of the Walt Disney World Resort is the annual Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Disney is pleased to share that they are not that not only have they cooked up creativity, modified the festival experience, it will also be their longest festival yet. What was last year? 76 days? 86 days? Uh It was a long time. Yeah, it was like 80 days, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. So, giving you plenty of time to enjoy what they're now calling a taste of Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. So what I heard is they're taking the Food and Wine Festival and going to mash up a little bit of flowering gardens. So if there are topiaries that are still alive and green, they're going to leave those out so you'll get you know flowering garden experience with the Food and Wine experience. That's, that's what I've heard. This is a new take on the Foodie Festival, and it will now debut in July 15th and continue all the way through the fall, offering 20 signature global marketplaces like Hawaii, Hops and Barley, Islands of the Caribbean, all spaced out six feet around the park. 
And if you've ever imagined a world where the floral of fun, flower and garden is sprinkled in with the goodies of food and wine, here it is, mashup at Epcot. Yeah. Guests will be able to experience their newest topiaries, Remy, in the France Pavilion and find flower and gar- garden merchandise because they didn't sell it, so they still got it. So they're going to pawn it off on you. Uh, for scavenger hunt fans, Remy's Ratatouille Hide and Squeak scavenger hunt will still return. So if you like doing that and that's your jam with your family, it's still on like Donkey Kong. Uh, and then stay tuned for food and wine merchandise, which will join the fun uh, later as the festival begins. And I'm sure that merch is still on a boat uh, on its way here because normally that doesn't start for another month or two. Now, we all know that the music, uh, the popular music acts uh, to Eat to the Beat concert series often pack the house, and in an effort to accommodate proper physical distancing, they will not be able to host these concerts this year. That makes me sad. There will be plenty of music, though, to enjoy at the America's Garden uh, Theater with local Epcot Entertainment, such as the Mariachi Cobra Band, the Germinators, and much, much more. So, if they are local talent, they will feature them then at the American Gardens. And what it's probably going to be is them playing and you not sitting, which means they may ask you to like keep moving past or stay six feet, you know, something like that. Uh, they will have performances throughout the day, giving audience a more opportunity to enjoy them. So this is going to be interesting how they uh, do all this and figure it all out, you know? It's going to be, I don't know, hang on. I'm trying really hard, guys, I swear to God. (laughs) It's going to be great. It's just not going to be Walt Disney World. It's going to be something else. And we're going to have the topiaries there. Well, you sh- why are the topiaries there? It should have been taken out because mm. it's past that time. Well, we just left them there. That's because they fired, they furloughed everybody. Right. And then it's like, well, we're still going to have flower and garden festival uh, uh, merchandise available. Right. Why? Why is that still there? Because yeah. it's here and we would love for you to have it. Yeah, give it to me. Right. I'm trying to make money off that. And it's just, I get it, man. Disney's lo- hemorrhaging money. Right. Hemorrhaging money. Well, I but, think they, they, you know, those topiaries take time to grow. I just don't think they want to mulch them without them being seen by the public, you know. Well, <laughs> Although, now's a good time to bring back mulch, uh, sweat, and shears, now that I think about it. No crap. Well, those guys, I wonder what those guys are doing. Come on back, kids. Yeah. Well, I know where one of them is. I do as well. <laughs> uh, all right. So the official, the official, by the way, I saw a slew of these walking around Disney Springs on Friday night. The official Disney face mask designs make wearing them a bit more magical. Hmm. Uh, The cloth face masks are now available on sale while supplies last at the Marketplace Co-op at Disney Springs and Walt Disney World. There is a limit of four per guest, but the good news is, is you can buy 
just one. The masks cost $6 each or four for 20 plus tax. The coronavirus pandemic has definitely taken a toll on many aspects of our lives, including the travel industry and more specifically the Disney theme parks and Disney Cruise Line vacations. The most duh statement I've ever had to read online. <laughs> many folks are now wearing face masks when they are out and about running errands and due to that, the Center for Disease Control has released detailed information and guidelines for wearing the cloth face, ma face mask coverings as many locations are requiring it, and they are as follows. Which, by the way, for the Orange County people, mm. mandatory. Yep. It's not a question of, hey, let's go to put them out. It's mandatory. Right. At Disney Springs, it's mandatory. Right. Unless you're drinking and eating. That's why people walk around with drinks for seven hours. They don't have to pull their mask up. Yeah, no kidding. A cloth face mask covering should fit snugly but comfortably against the side of your face. Be secured with ties or ear loops. Include multiple layers of fabric. Allow for breathing without restriction. And be able to be laundered and machine dried without damage or change to the shape. Not to be placed on young children under age two, anyone who has trouble breathing or is unconscious, incapacitated, or otherwise unable to remove their mask without assistance. I can't Guys passed out. What should we do? I'll put a mask on him. Put a mask on him. <laughs> <laughs> what if he's got COVID? I don't care. Put a mask on him. I'm too drunk uh, to take off my mask. <laughs> in response to the sudden high demand for cloth face coverings, Shop Disney has created an entire line of Disney theme masks that should appease every Disney fan in the house. All official Disney face masks are sold for $19.99 in sets of four and are available for pre-order currently which I think they're open now for order, yeah. uh, in different themes and sizes. Disney has not officially stated, as of the time of this reading, that wearing a face mask will be mandatory upon the reopening of their theme parks and hotels, uh, but it could be a strong possibility, unless you're going to Disney Springs, and everybody knows it is. Right. It should also be noted that Disney donated one million cloth face masks for children and families in the undeserved and vulnerable communities across the United States that will be distrib distributed by MedShare. Disney also donated the first $1 million in profits from the sale of those cloth face masks to MedShare to support the medical community's ongoing efforts to provide life-saving care for those in need. Here are the uh, mask sets that you can get, mm -hmm. Mickey and Minnie set. The Disney character face set, the Disney princess set, the Pixar, the Marvel, and the Star Wars set. Like a dog. <laughs> I I would like to go back to the line that says. Uh, okay, so on the Shop Disney site, uh, they're still pre-order. I know if you ordered them previously, uh, my credit card was just charged because I think they're getting ready to ship. Uh, yeah. I did email them. I want to say two weeks ago. And that they said they were shipping soon. And then the following week after I got that email, my uh, credit card was charged. And uh, so that is my assumption that they're shipping soon. But right. like John's saying, you can buy them one rather than a set of four if you just go down to the marketplace. It's if you're obviously an Orlando person or coming to visit. Yeah. Or you have a friend who lives local. Or you have a friend that's willing to pick it up, John. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, this was uh, a news that I think broke the internet. 
Can we yeah. classify it as that, right? Uh, it I, broke my internet. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah, it broke my internet. It broke my internet. That's the only thing I saw the entire day. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the whole place fell apart. Yep. Uh, so Gideon's Bakehouse is to open their first flagship location at Disney Springs later 2020. Now, if you don't know what Gideon's Bakehouse is, it's a place that's right now in the East End Market of Orlando. It's a kind of an incubator of little restaurants. Uh, they bake cookies, and they're usually gone by noon. Yes. That's it. They're done. You can't get them. They close up the shop. They go home. They come back in the morning. And that's it. So right. or, they're highly in demand. Right. Or if you've been to the Polite Pig, right. you can get them there as well. Right. Right. Okay. So if you're a fan of all things sweet and are in love with high quality chocolate chip cookie like no other, you'll be pleased to know that Gideon's Bakehouse, a multi-award winning local Orlando bakery, is getting ready to open their first flagship location in the town center across from Jacques Lindsay's Hangar Bar at Disney Springs. So what is this going into then? What is a, There's nothing across from Jacques except for a walkway. It was Wine Bar George. I think wine is still staying there. But but the under underneath Wine Bar George, I'm pretty sure that's going to be open. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, uh, maybe they're going into where that jewelry place was, mm. is? Uh, there's a new jewelry place there now called the Rustic Cuff. Weird. I love to know where this is going. Yeah. Anyway, Gideon's Bakehouse is mostly known for its small batches of handmade cookies that weigh in at almost a half pound. It's a half pound cookie. Yes. The Bakehouse offers its own unique cookie flavors such as peanut butter crisp. Delicious. Cookies and cream. Delicious. Pistachio toffee, dark chocolate, I have not heard, had. Yeah. They plan on expanding their menu along with offerings of special daily releases. And I think, you know, so that I think how they're going to kind of alleviate this demand thing. It, you know, because my thing was, well, they're in such high demand now. If you have them, have to have them all day because you're open. What are they going to do? And I think that's how they're going to do it is with these limited releases during the day. That they'll make small batches of a certain flavor, and then once it's gone, it's gone. Uh, one of the very popular items, the coffee cake cookie, has only been available for one month out of the year. That's creating demand, my friends. But will yeah. be available each morning at the new location at Disney Springs while supplies last. Wow. Uh, they will also be adding their own line of unique Iced coffees, such as the original peanut butter iced coffee. With a half pound cookie, yes, please. Daddy likey. <laughs> Me likey, too. Uh, every evening, then, the bakehouse will have what is called hot cookie hour. For those that need to curve their sweet tooth after dinner or before dinner, even. <laughs> Steve Lewis, the owner and creator of Gideon's Bakehouse, said this. We are also excited to bring more cake flavors to our new location, offering never-before-seen creations like our special line of double-frosted cakes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're going to send everybody in Disney Springs into a diabetic shock. 
<laughs> so it's gonna be a, it's gonna gonna be just like in the the snap. Everybody's gonna be yeah. packed out on the floor. Uh, EMS, uh, please come to the landing. We have another diabetic uh, crashed oh. on the floor. <laughs> 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 there are more than a few secrets that they have up their sleeves that will just uh, that you'll just have to wait and see. It's not Gideon's if it's not a little dark and a little mysterious. We aim to even make the wait in line entertaining and immersing everyone in a transforma- transformative environment that will share with our sto- uh, share the stories with their guests as they progress towards the counter. That's not the reason I got excited about this. Okay, why did you get excited? I got excited because our good friend from the Polite Pig, mm. Patrick McKinney, uh, let me know a couple weeks ago the bad news that he was leaving the Polite Pig. Right. So he was the GM over there, and he said, but you're going to love the news. I can't share it with you yet, but I will. And so about five minutes before it hit, I got an email from Patrick, and he said, this is it. And it was the news about the opening, and my jaw hit the floor. I was so excited. Um, so what will be great is we will be able to go to Gideon's and have the great cookies. And I know Patrick, and I know his teams are always amazing. So I can't wait for this experience. I think it's going to be off the chart awesome. Yeah, I had to beat it out of the person that I got this information from. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I had a pinky swear and swear on my mother who was sitting next to me. Was that this past Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. But the, the it was already out, though. I, I didn't know it was him going there. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I, you know, I put it out there on Park Hoppers oh. and commented on it, so I don't think it's that big of a secret. Anywho, all right. Um. So we heard some rumors that were not correct, and so now we have the official word. Uh, depending on whether or not the NBA comes to Florida, because now we're mm-hmm. facing uptick in cases of coronavirus. Yep. NBA players are set to stay at the Grand Destino Tower, the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, and the Yacht Club. Nice. Not Jumbo House like we were originally thinking. That's right. Uh, when their season resumes. According to The Athletic, the NBA players head to Walt Disney World to finish out their season. The teams will be placed in hotels based on seating, S E E D I N G, not S E A T I N G. The website also shared additional information obtained from a National Basketball Players Association memo, which includes what players' lives would be like during the day. They'll be oh, oh boy. The this poor where, the poor babies will all be kept up in their rooms. This is where some of the consternation came from. Yeah. Players will be staying at three different hotels. The Grand Destino at Disney's uh, Coronado Springs Resort will be only for the Milwaukee Bucks, LA Lakers, Toronto Raptors, Los Angeles Clippers, the Celtics, the Denver Nuggets, Utah Jazz, and the Miami Heat. Uh, the next tier is the Disney Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, which will feature the Oklahoma City Thunder, the Philadelphia 76ers, Houston Rockets, Indiana Pacers, Dallas Mavericks, Brooklyn Nets, Memphis Grizzlies, and Orlando Magic. 
it's been years since I've really paid attention to to the NBA, and there's so many teams' names now that make no sense to me. Right. Uh, and then over at the Yacht Club, you can catch uh, glimpses of the Portland Trailblazers, Sacramento Kings, New Orleans Pelicans, the San Antonio Spurs, the Phoenix Suns, and Washington Wizards. Right. Left off that list is my hometown, Atlanta Hawks. So I don't know what's up with that. Despite the detailed testing and quarantine, other sources that are saying the players are still not happy with the NBA's plans to resume the season at Walt Disney World, which may affect the league's ability to pull off the move. Uh, players have until July, uh, June 24th, so a couple days to notify their team if they will be playing when the season resumes. Aside from players that are, quote, protected or, quote, excused due to uh, various reasons, including a, a higher risk for illness, players will have their compensation reduced for each game missed. <gasps> you mean to tell me if they don't go to work, they don't get paid? It's shocking. As, as much as they'd gone to work? Shocking. Except for the Toronto Raptors, players must return to their home market for mandatory testing before June 22nd. Raptors players will head to Naples, Florida. Interesting. Each team will bring a 35-person traveling party to Orlando to include trainers, coaches, equipment managers, and security. While at their hotels... Get your pity party going. I know. Hang on. While at the hotels, players will have access to a players-only lounge, pools, barbers, manicurists, pedicurists, a 24-hour VIP concierge, movie screenings, video games, ping-pong, and lawn games. Players will also be able to attend other games because, you know... You want to check out the competition. They can't be forced to stay in their rooms or anything. Any player who leaves the Orlando bubble without permission will face a 10 to 14 day quarantine and enhanced testing along with reduced compensation for games missed. Play will begin July 22nd through the 29th, starting with three scrimmages against teams that are staying at the same hotel. The NBA and Disney have not confirmed any of the information attained from the memo. So that all could be just a pipe dream. So wait a minute, you're telling me they're going to pull off the entire season from the 22nd to the 29th? No, 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 no. They're going to do 22nd through the 29th with three scrimmages against teams staying at the oh, hotel. Okay. You know, they're not going to pull that off in five oh, days. I, didn't, I was like, they're going to pull off the whole season in five days? That's fantastic. I don't think That's so. That's wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Get the hell out of town. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I guess they could do multiple games a day. They got nothing else to do but play basketball. Yeah. Well... Now, here's the question. I Hang guess they, they can't Hang even on. bring their families. Yeah, no. At that level, there's not multiple games a day. Because, you know, they'll have to sit and ice their ankles and their knees and their feet. and They're not going to play multiple Listen, games a day. For $30 million a season, get out there and play two games a day, would you please? <laughs> Just saying. Come on. Whatever my contract says, whatever my... Uh, Suck it up. Whatever, whatever my... Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, agent says I'm going to do is what I'm going to do. All right. All right. Walt Disney World adds mobile check-in now for table service dining. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're getting closer to the one world, one card. (laughs) As part of Walt Disney World's dining update uh, that included new reservation information, we also learned that guests can now check in 
for their dining reservations via their smartphone. The new mobile check-in feature on the My Disney app, uh, app is available at select table dining restaurants and saves guests from having to go visit the host stand during check-in. Can you imagine not having to do this at like Ohana where the line for check-in is yeah. like down the hall? I know. It's crazy. Uh, in order to minimize additional contacts with their beloved cast members, Disney also reminded guests that at select restaurants they will be able to scan a code to access a digital menu. Guests are also encouraged to use cashless payments. Mm. So I wonder how they uh, – I assume they're going to bring something to the table, have me tap it, and poof, I'm paid and I'm out, I assume. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for that. I mean, you know, if I get to uh, the restaurant, you know, and the My Disney Experience app knows that I'm in proximity of the restaurant, mm-hmm. pops up on my screen, hey, do you want to check in that you're here? I hit yes, boom, and just tells me then or messages me that um, my table's ready. I'm I'm down for that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. <coughs> yeah, I totally get that. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. Uh, you want to hit the rumor button real quick? Okay, ready? Yeah, hit it. <laughs> All right, we've got a rumor, guys. Reflections at Disney Lakeside Resort Lodge, excuse me, has been canceled, maybe. In what may be the first of many noticeable cuts due to the effects of the Corona-19 pandemic, rumors are emerging that Reflections, a Disney Lakeside Lodge, may officially be canceled. You didn't pull this from that one website, did you? No. Okay, good. All right. In a a post on the DVC fan Facebook group, uh, Disboard's rumors and news moderators, and I'm not going to go all that crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Project 88, the project name for Reflections, is rumored to have been canceled. The rumor originated from another forum by a well-known source. Digging into it just a wee bit further, it's been discovered that any mention of Reflections appears to have vanished from Disney Vacation Club and Disney Parks blogs and websites. Similar to other disappearances of announced projects throughout Disney's history, this is a notable development since we believe articles used uh, to exist on these websites about reflections. We used, they used to be on the website. Right. It's also been reported that crews have been on site recently removing materials from their former river country, country property. Also, in a recent aerial photo, uh, there's a notable absence of construction equipment trains at the construction site. Grass seed has also been sprayed over a large portion of the property. Bummer. Yeah. Reflections, a Disney Lakeside Lodge, was planned to be Disney's 16th Disney Vacation Club property and previously scheduled to open in 2022. The rumored cancellation is likely to be the byproduct of a combination of events surrounding the current resort closures. Despite the cancellations, plans for the Disney Hotel DVC Tower in Anaheim, California, appear to be moving forward. No official announcement has been made by Disney or Disney Vacation Club at this time, and this news remains firmly on the side of rumor. So stay tuned. We'll uh, we'll let you know what we hear. Uh, what do you think? I think that's probably more so. I, I think that's probably true. Disney yeah. has a lot of extra money right now. 
Right. I would not say canceled. I would say it's, it's been put on hold. I mean, if you remember what happened to Pop Century, they started it and then yeah, it, it sat for years. Yeah. Um, this may fall into that same category. Like, hey, we started it. We didn't get too far. You know, we cleared some land. We laid some, you know, sewer lines. Let's right. just put it on hold until we have more funds and then, you know, come back to it. I think that's what's going to happen. I, I would not call it canceled because they need this inventory. So I would just say put on hold for now. Yeah. You know? Agreed. Because at, at the investor meeting, they said no capital projects. So this falls into capital projects for sure. Okay, next up, uh, Shanghai Disneyland is celebrating its fourth a- anniversary. Four years. Wow. Four years old. Well, kind of like three and a half because there were a couple months that they weren't really open. Yeah, happy anniversary. <laughs> Uh, four years ago, uh, I believe this was on like Friday or ish, Shanghai Disneyland opened to guests. And just over one month ago, the park reopened after being closed to the COVID. Over the past three months, guests have returned to Disney Town and capacity is being gradually increased throughout the resort. There has been also a steady increase in guests staying at Shanghai Disneyland Hotel. Uh, the story, Toy Story Hotel has reopened as well. So now they got both open. Inside Shanghai Disneyland, the park's theater shows have returned. The Eye of the Storm, Captain Jack's Stunt Spectacular, and Frozen, a sing-along celebration, has also started up. In addition, a colorful new seasonal show called Disney Color Fest has also opened. Wow. So after three months, they got some shows back. That, nice. That, that's looking good for us. That it feels good. Yeah. Feels good. Yeah. Looking, forward, looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, while guests are remembering and experiencing everything they love all over again, new experiences are also uh, being offered and new things to love, like the new store, Chippendale's Trading Post in Adventure Isle. Mm. Uh, also, June marks Donald Duck's birthday, and to celebrate everyone's favorite duck, uh, they're taking over the resort with staycation and birthday offerings and new merchandise, food and beverage, and more. Mm. So, happy birthday, Shanghai. Happy birthday, birthday Shanghai. Shanghai. <laughs> you have to be a church person to know that song. <laughs> happy birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday, Shanghai. Oh, my gosh. So, we have something that's been confirmed Jumbo House is going to be remain closed. Apparently, the NBA didn't want it. I guess uh, Jumbo House at Disney Santa Marquina Villas will not reopen in June twenty second. Uh, wait, are there resorts open now today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right, that's yeah. right. I'm sorry, I totally lost that. Yeah. Uh, with the rest of the Disney Vacation Club resorts, that's why, because I'm not a DVC guy. Uh, Disney Vacation Club has confirmed that Jumbo House will remain closed indefinitely as other areas of the Florida Vacation Complex begin reopening to guests. Uh, A statement posted in the DVC member website indicates that Jumbo will remain closed, quote, during this initial period, and that it will eventually reopen as the volume of reservations increase. So for the time being, guests holding reservations for Jumbo House will be relocated to the nearby Kidani Village. Which I understand the concept. Mm. Donnie's a smaller venue mm-hmm. but 
there's just one restaurant there. There's no quick service that I'm aware of other than in the gift shop. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. In recent weeks, Disney has frequently used phrase like initial period to describe the days immediately following hotel reopenings. However, no timeline has ever been attached to this period. For dates in late June and early July, guests with cash hotel reserva- cash hotel reservations are being moved to vacation DVC Villa Resorts. It does not appear that any of the cash hotels were reopened prior to mid-July. Even hotels attached to DVC resorts like Disney's Boardwalk Inn and Disney's Beach Club Resort will not be operating. Guest uh, Guest demand will undoubtedly play a role in which resorts reopen and how quickly it happens. A resort like Jumbo House, which has just 134 villas and more than 1,000 hotel rooms, Holy crap. <laughs> it is low on the priority list. This is particularly true since DVC can offer Kadani Village as an alternative lodging to both owners of Disney Animal Kingdom Lodge Villas and other club members. As we previously reported, DVC availability at Jumbo House has disappeared and reappeared over the last several weeks. Here it is. There it is. There it is. Here it is. Here it is. Gone. Uh, the DVC booking system does show Jumbo availability for June 22nd forward uh, as of this reading, but uh, uh, owners who are able to secure reservations in the coming weeks should do so with the understanding that they may be relocating to the Kadani Village. That's right. Crazy. It's, it's crazy. crazy out there. Crazy. Well, hey, kids. How about a little headline news? <laughs> And now, the headline news. Okay. (laughs) Disneyland's unions, Disneyland in California Union, are demanding that parks don't reopen in July. What's their concern? COVID? The COVID. The COVID is going to be an outbreak, and they're... Blessed union members will all be uh, dropping like flies. But you would think that they would want their union members to be working, earning that money. They're probably getting more on unemployment with the CARES Act than they are uh, going to work. Fair point. So now that is being reported by the Orange County Register. So that's a fairly reliable source for that information. Uh, next up, uh, new Epcot attraction Mickey ear ornaments are now available. Have you seen pictures of these? Uh, I did. I wasn't necessarily like I didn't stop and go, ooh, I just kind of yeah. saw it and went, oh, okay. Yeah. Some of them looked interesting and fun. They were interesting designs. Uh, but um, they're okay. They're not Disney's best work, I don't think. <laughs> That's the whole thing, man. It just seems like they're thrown together. Yeah. Uh, Disney Cruise Line uh, now cancels sailings on the Dream and the Fantasy through September 15th. Dear Disney Cruise Line, just pull the plug till the end of the year. You know you're going to do it. Stop having people keep moving their vacations around. Yeah. You know, you keep putting the carrot out there, but there's nothing. We booked a cruise on uh, a different uh, cruise line. Okay. And we have until September to pay in full. Mm. 
and uh, we have the money to where we can pay for it right now. Mm. But I'm not paying another dime on it until you, you get know, the, confirmation that it's going to go. <laughs> so September, October, November, December, so we're three months, three months. Yeah, well, three months out. Yeah. Are is this cruise going to go? No. Okay, great. Well, we'll just book another cruise. All right. Because what I've heard from, and not Disney Cruise Line, but other cruise lines are a little slow to give the money back once they have yeah. the money. Oh, yeah. 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 I've been down that road before. No, yeah. thank you. Uh, Disneyland gets approval to reopen its downtown Disney hotels uh, in July. So, great, but there may not be anybody to run them. Uh, that is accurate. <laughs> Uh, the Orange County mayor, the Orange County of Florida. It, you know, isn't it weird that the both parks are in, in Orange County? Orange County, California, Orange County, Florida? Serendipitous, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Walt, thank you for making that confusing for all of us. We appreciate it. <laughs> accurate, accurate. <laughs> Ricky, uh, picking both Orange Counties. Hey, can we go find another Orange County in Florida? <laughs> it would certainly they- be easier for me to remember. Why couldn't they just incorporate it and made it Walt Disney County? Oh, that would be fantastic. Uh, Orange County of Florida may, uh, mayor issued an order requiring fast, 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 fast passes. No, thank you. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> face masks in public. Me, uh, if you elect me mayor of the Orange County, I will make mandatory fast passes for the Disneys. <laughs> Uh, if you are in public, you will need a face mask, period. End of story. Yeah. Uh, Chef Art Smith's uh, Homecoming uh, reopened and uh, boasting a brand new outdoor patio. So, got a nice little outdoor patio you can sit in. Uh, and uh, Chef was there uh, like a couple days in a row, like two, three days when it reopened. So, uh, it was a great chance to uh, see Art uh, running around the restaurant. He did make an apology today on his Facebook that there were a couple times that he did come out of, uh, of the kitchen without his mask on, and it was by mistake. He got excited that people were looking for him, and he, he did apologize that he did come he out. doing the kitchen without a mask on? I don't know. I'm Yet just, another reason why I love Polite Pig. Yeah. Everybody, and I mean everybody, is cooking with a mask on. Yeah. Like our... Four Seasons, friends. Yes. Uh, Adventure by Disney has now canceled vacations through August 31st. Once again, please, ABD, just cancel them. You're going to be not doing them for a while. Wow. So that means the... uh, I think our thing might be canceled. Yeah, our special things was part of that. That's why I haven't been mentioning it. I didn't want to get him so upset. Sorry, Shannon. Yep. Uh, Disney Advanced Dining Reservations open June 18th for guests with existing resort stays. So if you have a hotel stay, you can now book your dining reservations. And I think that opens up for everybody else a little bit later. I'm going to try and get our Topolino back uh, if you're interested. So, Yeah, totally. Yep. Okay. Hong Kong Disneyland is to reopen on June 18th or say that they did open on June 18th would be better. So that's good. That's another one open. I get, is, is Paris open? I can't even remember anymore. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let me go see. Yeah. You talk. I'll, I'll look. Uh, and then the last item is Disney will not be offering airfare as part of 2021 
vacation packages. Okay, so normally when you went to WaltDisneyWorld.com or Disneyland.com and you tried to book your trip, you know, you picked your hotel, you picked your room, you picked how many days, and then they offer you to airfare uh, to make the package complete well, or and even a rental car. And uh, as far as I know right now, airfare is off the table. They're not going to be booking that. So once again, great reason to go visit our friends at Destinations to Travel. Go to www.DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash D to travel. They can make all of the arrangements for you, the hotel, the rental car, the airfare, do it all for you at no cost to you, and they will be your agent. They will make all the changes and fixes. Right. Absolutely. Disneyland Paris is set to reopen on July 15th. Oh, there you go. There you go. That is that thunder, or is that a plane flying over your house? That is thunder. There are no planes over my house anymore. The airport's... Wow. Completely dry. traffic. <laughs> well, it's great. Yeah, oh, it's not. Right. It's not raining over there in your neck of the woods. No, sir. And I don't see a drop. Okay, an air drop, sir. An air drop. Nice. All right. Anything else you want to add? No, I'm done. All right, guys. We want to thank you so much for being a part of the show. Come find us over on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, all at Disney Parks Podcast. And uh, if you want to come find our home, you can go to Disney, not our home where we live, but our home online. You can go to uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com. You can find our show archives as well as our blog posts and links to our amazing friends and sponsors like our friends Destinations to Travel. Again, if you're looking to start planning your vacation, whenever vacations become available again, you can go to the DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two travel. And if you like to support the show, if you'd like to get in on those three shows that you can't hear anywhere else, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. So on behalf of my good friend Tony and myself, we want to thank you for listening. Thanks for being a part of the show. Come join us on Monday nights live at 8 p.m. And if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. 